the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. The homily this morning is about having it all for myself. The verse that I would like to focus in on is this. When therefore the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? The ones who wanted it all for themselves. The main point that I would like to get across is this. The Lord who is mighty in mercy is also mighty in justice. How so, one might ask. In what manner will he speak to those tenants? We are now his tenants, you know. Let me share with you some commentary from St. Nikolai on, on a homily about the character of Christ as foretold in the book of Isaiah. And he's commenting on this verse. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. St. Nikolai says this, Who had more right than the Lord, the Son of God, to raise his voice at the lawless one, in his vineyard on earth. Who had a greater right to reprimand sinners who scorn God and God's law? Oh, sweet meekness, unseen among men. Oh, pure mountain water which flows down from the heights and silently washes the impurity of the habitations of men. Many pagans think they would believe in Christ if they could hear from Him, not in kind words, but in thundering words. But let the pagans say which is better, thunderous words with shouting and roaring which pass without effect as smoke is chased by the wind, or kind words which have the effect of thunder. Brethren, it is not a matter of shouting or criticizing, but rather of power. For because of sinners he came into the world, he will proclaim judgment softly and gently, but with power which truth itself alone conveys. I don't know about you, but I know about me. <laughs> and I know that I've not always spoken the truth in love. 
In fact, more often than not, I've spoken the truth by shouting and criticizing, especially my kids, especially my wife. Believing that the truth, we need to repent, I need to repent, and I need to learn to speak the truth in love softly and tenderly. Believing that the truth will be conveyed by its own power and not by mine. Some of you may remember the old gospel hymn, Softly and Tenderly, Jesus is Calling for You and for Me. You remember that one, don't you? St. <laughs> Paul exhorts us in the epistle lesson today, Brethren, be watchful, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong, let all that you do be done in love, and greet one another with a holy kiss. I had uh, recently, my, my wife doesn't like for me to share my infirmities, but <laughs> I, uh, I had a recent uh, test. You know, when you hit 65 and you hit Medicare, then you get a bunch of tests that you didn't ask for. I didn't ask for this. It's free. You're on Medicare, you know. So it's called a baz aorta. It's an ultrasound of your uh, aorta, you know, descending from your heart. And so I'm laying there, and the you know text moving her thing around. I said, "How many of these results come back on 65-year-olds with no plaque in the aorta? Like zero, right?" <laughs> And uh, I said, we're all going to die one of these days. And she said, yes, indeed, we are. I was really kind of surprised by her soft but agreeing response. You know, we can find whatever we want to, but, you know, in our bodies that are going wrong, but we're, we are going to die. All the tenants of the vineyard are going to die. <laughs> and we look at Christ and we want mercy, but we're warned today that there may be judgment. He will put those miserable wretches to a miserable death, is what this, it said. That was the answer to the question, right? But let's look at the icon of Christ for just a second here because we see a two-sidedness here. This is the merciful hand of Christ and this is the hand of judgment. This is the hand that blesses, that gives us the blessing. This is the hand that holds the book 
the book of the law, the book of the judgments. And many of you who are familiar with the Sinai icon of Christ from the 6th century, and you see how the two eyes are different, and you cover up half of his face, and it looks like the Lord of mercy, and you cover up the other half, and it looks like the Lord of judgment. And that was done purposefully. And all the icons of Christ look like this, don't they? What are they telling us? Mercy and justice. We think those things are diametrically opposed and completely opposite of each other and that Jesus Christ has to be one or the other. One or the other. And I choose the loving God. This icon is telling us something else. And this gospel lesson is telling us something else. Mercy and justice. And that justice will come if we do not respond to his mercy. Mercy comes first. That's good. And so let us take a lesson today as a warning to repent of our sins before it's too late, before our sins are revealed to the world. And we're living in an atmosphere of this world. How many prominent figures in the world today do we see past sins revealed to everybody? I don't want to be one of those people. I know I have sins that could be revealed. I don't want to be one of them, and I want to repent before God, before it's too late, before they are revealed, to reveal them in confession to God. Before death knocks on our door, death does not just come to the old, it also comes to the young. Sometimes we have time to repent, but when death comes suddenly, we don't. The Lord who is mighty in mercy is also mighty in justice. And so, let us hasten to make use of the mercy while the mercy is offered. Let us not wait for the hand of mercy to be withdrawn from us and replaced by the hand of justice. Let us not defer the preparing of fruit in the vineyard of our souls, but be ready when the householder's servants comes to give them the fruit that has been prepared and harvested. Every day, God's angels harvest men's souls and bear them off from this world like grapes gathered in a vineyard. Our turn must and will come. May the fruit not be found to have rotted, and may our souls not be found lacking. We will never have it all for ourselves. For all of ourselves and all that we have belong to God.
And so let us pray. O our guardian angels, awaken our consciences. Uphold us and help us before the last hour strikes. O Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. O gentle and serene Lord, fill us with your all-wondrous meekness and serenity. To thee be glory and praise together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen.